Welcome back to the Manic Mentality Podcast. My name is Taylor, and welcome back to another week of, uh, I guess, just finding myself as much as I can. And I think that the next couple episodes are kind of going to be a series on just finding you and finding yourself and a little bit of my backstory on on this topic or this issue, I guess, in my life is, you know, I think that it mainly stems from relationships for me. Um, when, when I first got out of college, um, and even in college, I have always put a lot of my self-worth into relationships. And I've always, I've, I've always dived headfirst into, um, wanting like a cinematic love, if that makes sense. I'm a very dramatic and theatrical person. Um, and I've always just had this idea of a very notebook style love, a very cinematic style love. And it's always kind of bit me in the butt, I would say. Um, and I'm learning that now. I seem to have this thing about me where I can change myself for any single person that I'm with. And I think that over time, um, and you know, the, you know, maybe four or five relationships that I've been in, in the past, um, I don't know, six, seven years, maybe longer than that. I have changed myself a lot for every single person that I've ever been with. Um, and I'm starting to realize that I like no longer know myself because I've changed myself so many times and I have swayed my, my opinions, my looks, my hobbies, uh, where I live, what I do, my work. I mean, I've changed everything for people and I'm starting to realize, you know, now at 26 in my mid twenties that I probably shouldn't be doing that. And I'm kind of feeling a little bit lost. And I think that that's where a lot of my feelings towards finding myself are coming from. Um, I feel like I need to find who I am truly authentically, um, and not change at all for anybody in my life. And I know that I know that everybody does change over time. I know that uh, people grow and and you do grow with somebody eventually over time. But the way the extent that I take it to is a little bit more than normal. Um, I can specifically remember a time where I dated somebody for, you know, about four years and I turned into, oh my gosh, a platinum blonde girl. Um who wore nothing but dresses and cowboy boots. And that's exactly who, um, my relationship at the time, that's exactly who he wanted me to be. And so I changed everything for him. I stopped getting tattoos. I took out all my piercings. Um, I did all the things that he wanted me to do because I thought that it was going to lead to that theatrical love to that, you know, that, that notebook story that, um, I just have always wanted somebody to be a hundred percent heavily in love with me and look at me and say, that's it. That's the one I've just, I've always wanted that. That's something that I crave. Um, but in that process and in that want that I, you know, that I want so bad, I, in the midst of that have changed myself so many times to the point where I feel like I'm a little bit lost. I don't really know who I am. Um, I'm like, I guess I, I go, I don't even know what I like anymore. And I kind of need to take a step back and realize what makes Taylor Balfour, Taylor Balfour, what makes, 
you know, you, you. And I think that that's a really relatable topic because as we go through all these changes in life and, you know, even with inflation and all of the things that are going on in the world, we change who we are to fit the times. We change who we are to fit trends. We change who we are to fit friendships, to fit relationships, to fit family. Um, And then over time, you've changed yourself so much that you kind of realize that this isn't you. This isn't what you want to do. This isn't where you want to be at. And I think we hold ourselves back because we don't want to hurt people. And we hold ourselves back because we don't want to have people think bad about us. Um, But in reality, it's going to be so much of a longer life. And I don't know if you've ever seen those videos on Facebook of, of older people or retirement homes, and they say, what's your one regret? And for the most part, it's usually something about not caring about what other people think or being my truest self or not letting people influence um, what I do. And I think that all goes into the same topic of it's just not you. And I think there's a lot of people out there who don't really know who they are. Um, And so I definitely don't feel alone in that sense. I do think that Everybody is working on trying to find what is truly meant for them. And I guess that I just have that craving of being my truest and most authentic self and just seeing what comes of that. Who am I going to attract when I'm my best self? Who am I going to come across when I'm doing every single thing that I love every single day? When I'm out at the moto track, when I'm on the mountain, that's like where my best friends have come from because I'm my best authentic self in those um, environments, in those situations. Doing the things that I love to do attracts exactly the people that I want to be around because we're doing the same things. And so... I think in this journey of trying to find ourselves, we have to step back and realize like, okay, we might lose some people. We might lose some family. Um, We might need to, to change our life situations around, even if that means hurting people. And I think that at least for me, that is where I'm at a halt. That is where I'm having the most issues in my life right now is that I don't want to hurt people and I don't want people to think bad of me for doing the things that I want to do in this life. And so that is something that I have to personally work through. And thank you guys so much for being open about it, especially on the Instagram and wanting to have conversations. And because this is definitely not something that can happen in a day, which is why I'm kind of making a a series on it at this point of finding yourself. Um, But it kind of just all starts, at least for me right now, it's starting my work. I have tailored all of my clients towards all of the things that I love to do. I, I do social media management and content photography. Um, and right now I've got a ski resort. I've got a boutique. I just signed a moto track this week. And, um, so I'm like, I'm diving all of my business into the things that I love to do. And I know that that's a great start. I also know that I love the gym. So maybe we should take out our journals, you know, that we started with the beginning of of this podcast, um, and write down just some basic things. What do we like to do? Who is you? Who is Taylor Balfour? I know for a fact that I love, um, I love snowboarding. 100%, probably my number one favorite hobby. I freaking love snowboarding. So number one, snowboarding. Number two, I really love riding my dirt bike. Um, sadly, like it, 
the things that hold me back from riding is my own fears of not being good enough. Um, but I do really love being on my bike. So that's another fear that I need to push through. But riding dirt bikes is another huge one for me. Going to the gym is a huge hobby for me. I love feeling strong. I love feeling confident in my body. Um, and I love lifting heavy. So that's another one. I know that those three things are three things that do make me. And those are three things that I can try my best to incorporate into my life at least once a month or at least a couple times a week um, so that I can continue to, to truly find myself in what I like to do. Um, it could also be like as low as foods that you like to eat or as as low as, you know, places you like to drive next to. For f- super funny about me, I hate driving the freeway. I think it's so lame. People suck in Oregon. Like they're just mean. They're not fun to drive next to. They're not just this this group of people in Portland are just not nice people. Um, and so I live on the outskirts of Portland. So I do my best to take every back road possible. I do my best to to see every sunset, every sunrise, every pretty like scenery. That is totally my jam. So I make sure that I drive back roads everywhere that I go. That is me. That's a huge part of who I am. That's a huge part of what I love to do. Um, So I've been making more of an effort to go on some drives on my way home. Take the long way home. Why not? I understand gas is kind of shitty right now, but I'd rather spend an extra 20 bucks on driving a pretty scenery per week than spending that on a coffee per week, right? Um. So it, it can be as little as those types of things, but it can also be as big as your huge hobbies that we need to make time for eventually. Um, just to feel, to feel good, to feel centered, to feel like we're doing what is truly meant for us. It also goes for surrounding yourself with people that make you feel like your truest authentic self. If you have somebody who continuously forces you or tries to talk you into doing things that you don't want to do or um, or being a person that you don't want to be, that's where the hard choices and decisions of who you surround yourself with in life start to come. Um, I recently kind of decided that like I don't really have a friend group anymore. I've got about I've got two friends here in Oregon that are my ride or dies that I go to for literally everything. I've got uh, three other best friends that are not in the state, um, but they are are always going to be my my people who I turn to, who I talk to every single day through Snapchat, through TikTok videos, through whatever. But I've really secluded that group in my life because they are me. They They push me to be my best self. They want to see me be authentically happy. They don't they don't want me to do things that aren't me. And so I decided to put my full effort into those five friends and those five friends only. Um, And so if you have anybody in your life that's kind of nudging you a different direction than where you think you need to be or where you think is meant for you, that might be something to reconsider in your life and say, okay, maybe I don't need to surround myself with these people all the time. And there is a huge difference between, you know, those friends that you count on, those friends that you rely on and your good time friends. I have a lot of good time friends. They may not know that they're good time friends, but, you know, if you only see me at a bar or if you only see me at a party or you are only inviting me to things like that, you're probably only a good time friend. And I mean that in the most sincere way possible. I still care about you. I still care about your well-being. Um, Am I going to tell you my deepest, darkest secrets? Probably not. 
but I'm always down to go get a drink and have a good time, but it doesn't have to be all or nothing all the time. You can have your solid group of friends, your solid group of family that you turn to and the rest can kind of just be acquaintances, but you have to make that divide and you have to decide that you're going to act a certain way to those core people and you're going to act a certain way to those good time friends. It's really hard to to get yourself to act differently with those two groups of people, but you have to understand that it's it's protecting you. It's protecting who you are. It's protecting your heart and it's saving you from, you know, having these massive groups of amounts of people that you have to tend to all the time because they're always going to be coming to you for advice and for things in life and we can only handle so much as individuals. And when we're in this process of finding ourselves, Yes, it's great to help other people. I coach my softball girls every single day and help them with their lives every single day. But they don't come before me. And they don't come before my well-being, my mental health, my journaling every single day, uh, my gratitude every single day. Those are the things that are deal breakers for me. That is a part of of this process of finding myself that I've realized is core. I have to journal every single day. I have to write down my gratitude every single day. I have to move my body. Um, and those are the things that are are at least currently helping me in finding myself. Um, a couple other things that I've done is I've, I've booked a lot of concerts over the summer, starting to get back into uh, those types of scenes that I really, you know, love. Um, country concerts in Oregon are definitely like you see the same people every single time. So... I made it a point to get myself back into that. Um, I'm going dancing on Thursday night. I've stopped dancing for a while, um, mainly. And this says no hit to Andrew. I love him so much, but I I have held myself back because he, there are certain things that he can't do, and that's okay. Um, but for me, I need to not hold myself back as much for me to be my truest and most authentic self. So I'm pushing myself this week to go dancing on Thursday night. Um, I've been having more drinks with friends lately, trying to see my friends a little bit more often. And all of these things have really helped me kind of at least find that glimpse of light, that light at the end of the tunnel that you're going to be okay. So if you can incorporate some of these things into your life and say, you know what, I've been holding myself back a lot lately for other people. It's time to put myself first. I'm going to go get a drink with this friend. I'm going to go do this activity that I absolutely love to do. Even if it, even if somebody can't go with you, even if, you know, you're going to make somebody mad over time, it doesn't matter who it affects or what it affects. It's just about you. This is a time to be selfish. This is a time to completely focus on your well-being, on your happiness, no matter who it affects what it affects, and just let yourself be free. Let yourself be you. That's my biggest goal right now. I'm striving for it. I'm craving it. And I know that I'm going to get there. And I know that you will too. So if you have any other ideas, um, at least for me, (laughs) on how to, you know, try to just break out of that shell and be my most authentic self, please share. Uh, Follow the Instagram at Manic Mentality. And feel free to shoot me a DM. I always love talking to people. I've been kind of on and off active on social media lately uh, just because I am trying to be my most authentic self and trying to really focus on 
the things that I'm doing in this life. So sorry that it's very up and down on the activeness on the social media page, but um, we are here, we're talking, we're uploading podcasts, and we're making progress. So happy Tuesday. I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week, and I'll chat with you next week.